Hey, it's Kim and Jen, and you're listening to Inebriated Input. In a sec, you'll hear our regularly scheduled episode with all of our amazing advice and drunken hijinks. But first, we wanted to share another cool podcast with you. Hi, I'm Kelsey. Hey, I'm Sierra. And we're the hosts of Basic Murder Babes, a true crime podcast. Just two basic murder-loving babes discussing our latest creepy interests. But this isn't your basic true crime podcast. We're here to drink, chat, and get weird. And we want you to join us every Wednesday. We want you to be involved in our discussions, so find us on social media by going to linktree slash basicmurderbabes. That's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash basicmurderbabes. And subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss this week's crazy new discussion, so go subscribe now. Okay, bye! Before we begin, remember, we are not medical professionals, or lawyers, or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking. A lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt, and a lime wedge, and a shot of tequila. Howdy. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. Good. It's going good. Wow. It's going good, going good, going A- good. Apparently that's that all. yoga worked really well for you. <laughs> that's it. That's all the energy I have. Oh, okay. That's it. I gave it to you right at the front. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're loud. Um, give me one second. I'm going to see if we can do a video as well as yeah. this and see if it works. I'm going to mute the microphone. So hopefully, let me see if my levels, my levels are still being picked up in the, um, in the, uh, recording stuff. So that's good. And let me do this. Let me copy this and I'll send you this link. And then maybe we can actually see each other while doing our recording. And that uh-huh. might cut down on things like speaking over one another. Yeah. And, you know, it's it'd just be turn? nice Is to see turn? you. No, it's your turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put makeup on. Uh, oh, that's nice. I didn't. Um, uh, I had to do it this morning because of stuff. But Got yeah. it. Got yeah. it. I didn't put makeup on for you. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, that's some dedication. <laughs> nice. Okay. Let me send you a link. And maybe we're, like, moving up in the world technology, understanding-wise. And that would be great. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Where am I? Where am I? I still see my levels coming in here. Mm-hmm. So. Should I turn off my mic? No, or? not. Once you get the invite yeah. for the Google Hangout, you'll turn the mic off in the Google Hangout. Oh, got but it, got not it, got in it. general. Just, got like, it, for it. the video. Got it, got it. And we'll see if this works. I think we tried this one time before, but we were very drunk. And it um, obviously didn't work. But since yeah, this is like the I beginning. Yeah, remember doing that. So. Uh, hi. Hi. Courtney, you're just staring at oh, me. Oh, you weren't talking to me. No, Courtney's <laughs> staring at me. It's like, why? Why are we in the office? We are, we're done with it for today. Why are we in the office room? I know. I didn't even move. From my uh, <laughs> my desk chair, I literally just moved my computer, like my work, closed my work computer and put my regular computer on top of it so I could just record right here. Okay, I sent you the link. See if it works. I'm, I'm getting there. Perfect. 
do there. Okay. Can you hear me still? I can still hear you. Yep. Okay. Uh, ask to join, I guess. Um, oh, oh all. Yep. Admit it. I can see you. I can see you. I can see you. Oh, look, our hair is yes. both doing the thing. <laughs> Mine's is the way I have it pulled up. So <laughs> let me now. Let me just one more time go and double check that it's recording properly, and maybe we can actually see each other while we're like, okay, talk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. See yeah. It. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It's coming in. Yeah. Okay. So maybe from now on, we'll be able to look at each other um, when we're recording. Nice. That's great. Except, like, what if I want to pick my nose or something, and then you're going to see it and call me out? Uh, You can, well, you edit. You can just cut that out. You're right. Yeah. I'm going to be like, that was a rude comment you just made. Yeah. You can just silence me on that one. Yeah. Good call. You're right. Come on, buddy. Ooh, what are you drinking? Oh, just wine. But I like that it's in like a flute. Look at us. Yeah. We can, I'm so excited we can see each other. It's only taken us 15 episodes to figure this All out. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 15 episodes times four hours. Right? <laughs> mm. I'm drinking my new favorite cocktail, which I sent you uh-huh. the recipe to, um, which is the Missionary's Downfall. Which I love because it tastes delicious, and I also love the name because <laughs> I don't like missionaries. I I think that missionaries have been and like the idea behind them, not missionaries in general, but like the yeah. idea behind the proselytizing oh, yeah. is what has caused most of yeah. the world's woes. So, um, yes, yeah, that's how I feel yeah. about that. It added a bayonet to religion. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what well, I'm drinking my standard apothic. That's what I'm drinking right now. Nice. I was Don't. going to. <laughs> I was going to be drinking, um, hot buttered rum because it's freezing here. Oh yeah. Uh, we got snow. I had to shovel. Because we own a house now, we have to keep the sidewalks clean. Yeah. Is it nobody... a corner house? It's not a corner house, is it? No, it's okay. not, thankfully. But nobody else in our neighborhood shoveled, which could be because it's probably going to melt by tomorrow, but also, like, maybe we just don't need to in our neighborhood. So now I'm like, I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to observe the next couple times uh, yeah. it snows to see what happens. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been cool. It's a good thing to shovel, though. It really is. I know. It really, it really is. is. It's 13 degrees out right now. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I told you it was cold. It's supposed to get warmer tomorrow and it's supposed to be 60 again by Friday. I don't fucking get it, but um yeah, no, Denver actually has a problem with uh accessibility, yeah. especially around the sidewalk. So I like definitely want to keep on top of that and not like not do it because that fucking sucks if you can't Getting, I mean, like, the Denver problem in general isn't necessarily people not um, shoveling, but it's, like, quality of oh, yeah. the sidewalks mm. and everything. Mm. But I think some of it does have to do with people not taking responsibility as well, so. Stop staring at me. I think he has to go out. Can we uh, yeah, go ahead. take one quick second here? Yeah, yeah do Come it. Come on, Porty. Let's go potty. Let's go potty. You, you're staring at me. Oh, while she's gone, I'll tell everyone about my new favorite cocktail. Like I said, it's called the Missionary's Downfall, but it's um, 
not the frozen one. I don't really like frozen drinks that much. And so I made both one frozen and one that was shaken. Shaken is definitely best. And it's just like so good. It's pineapple and lime and peach, um, like creme de peche and mint. And you just shake it. Oh, and rum, of course. There's obviously some booze in it because I wouldn't just be drinking a mocktail here with you all. Uh, but yeah, it's my new favorite drink. And I'm going to put it on a card for people because it's so good. So sometime soon, if our Patreon sponsors will get that in their inbox. But I do have so many cards I've illustrated that I might start doubling them up for people. I don't know. Might figure it out. We'll see. Well, if we do it for years, you know, you'll need them. You'll need the cards. Yeah, but presumably we'll keep like having i forgot that you have bluetooth headphones and i was like she just heard all of that like, <laughs> yeah i was you like she's gone so me. i'm just gonna talk to the microphone and you're here like yeah <laughs> you can't talk about me yeah um, i like the missionary's downfall because i think of missionary position and then a downward dog so i want to go missionary downward dog okay i just find it funny i like that too can I make, oh, so this made, you, I don't know why this made me think of, oh, yes, I do. So I'm on a couple different. <laughs> oh, no, we can see each other. That means I can do funny things in the video. <laughs> um, oh, we can also do what I, a podcast I used to listen to used to say things like, like you'd read a question or say something and then they'd be like, describe my face right now. Because no one can see us, so you get to tell people what my expression expression looks like. But <laughs> um, oh, so I'm on some Reddit forums, and man, I'm fucking over them right now because they ask the stupidest questions. Now, like the reason I thought of this is because I'm on like the sex positive one, which is pretty great. Although sometimes I'm like, ooh, I can't believe that they're writing like this graphically about this. Like <laughs> I'm a little, little scandalized over here. But, um, but like somebody the other day was a guy and he's like, I'm a guy and I love watching myself as I go in and out of her. Do other guys like that too? And I'm like, fuck yes. Ever other guys like that. That's a stupid question. Like it's a stupid question. Of course people like watching that. Like why do you think porn exists? Because people like watching that. That's a very popular uh, angle. Yeah. Or or in the theater one the other day, someone wrote I was just like he was like I just realized how much I miss theater and like being on stage and the audience and the lights and it's like like this I just miss it so much. Uh, I can't be the only pe person that feels like this. Other people feel like this too. And I was like, literally every other person I speak to feels yeah. this way. Yeah. Like, what a stupid, of course. It's a stupid question. Yeah. Yeah. And there are no stupid questions, Kimberly. Uh, I Just usually stupid agree. people. Just oh, okay. stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, I'm worried my microphone's too close to my face. Because I don't have a wind guard. And when I laugh like that, is it like windy? Maybe I should move it back a little. Yeah, listening to some of the old video, not the video, audio. Uh-huh. I, I got the heavy breathing going on. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do. It's not always, but sometimes, no. yes. There we go.
sometimes just, it's, it's, I think I think you're breathing through your drinking. mouth is all. Yeah. Well, yeah. You it's, don't think well, about it's drinking. It. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I get the sniffles a lot, so I actually bought tissues for my office now. Uh, I don't know what it is. Like the good. second the microphone comes on, I've been my allergies have been fine all day, and it comes on, and I'm like. <laughs> That's gross. I'm going to cut that so no one has to listen to that. <laughs> like bleep it out or something. Because <laughs> it's pretty fucking rude. Let's be honest. Oh, so what's new? What is new? So, oh, I did an interview for my job <laughs> uh, for, for a Facebook Live thing to promote uh, student stuff, to promote new students. And so that was fun. I got to talk to somebody <laughs> and answer questions. Nice. Yeah. He said I, I was I was very um, upbeat and was a very good interviewer, that I wasn't like a math person, <laughs> like a math <laughs> teacher. And I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not like a math teacher. <laughs> No wonder you were tired if you've already yeah. done stuff on the computer, like like this. I mean, not like just working, but like interviews and stuff. It takes energy. It takes energy. It really does. It, it re- like, I still get anxiety with it, and so I also talk with my hands a lot, and really with the Zoom, all you see are my shoulders going like this a lot. But, uh, yeah. And then, uh, so that's, that's so, so it took energy. So I was a little exhausted by that. And I also did like a a Facebook live thing this morning for my job to promote. So there's a lot of Facebook live promotion things and webinars and this for the next couple of weeks. So, which is good because I need to be busy. Right. But it's still a little tiring. Mm-hmm. But I put on makeup and changed my underwear Good. I don't know, Good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I hope they weren't seeing your underwear. <laughs> yeah, no. And I also hope it's really just those on a daily basis. Yeah, it's really just an internal, like, reset uh, is to change your underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So how are you doing? What's new in your life? Um, I have a new hobby, and it's tiki drinks. Ah, I know okay. I've talked about tiki drinks before. In the yeah, past, I but feel like, like this has been, uh, like, I'm in actually, evolution. Do it, yeah, like an evolution, that's a good way to put it, because I'm actually doing stuff now. I, I for some reason, decided I wanted to cook my, or cook my way, uh, make all the cocktails in this specific book that I already own, which is Easy Tiki. Uh-huh. And, um, so I've done four already, and I started an Instagram account for them. So I make them, and I take pictures of them, and then I rate them. And I have two tiki mugs now, and... I bought these tiki straws that are super cool and I'm really bummed because I didn't realize and like everyone like I'm happy for them to have this break but anything that was bought from like the 24th through the 5th of November they're not shipping until like the 6th like they're taking that two week off I'm like good for them and I'm like fuck I'm not getting my straws (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. Tiki drinks is an expensive hobby because of all the different alcohols you need. Um, and not just like like this book right here, the the Easy Tiki book has it like broken down very simply. Like 
aged rum, blended non-aged rum, and things like that. And then they have a, some of them will be like, recommended with this brand. But like other recipes are like super specific. Like you need an overproof aged rum, like this one from Jamaica, or you need this Dominican rum, or you need a, like, like they're very, like, I didn't realize tiki's have like such specific, like so many rums. Yeah, there isn't like a generic specific. tiki they could do. There's like, this is a There's, generic version and then this is really what we what serve. And... Doing, and that's kind of what the Easy Tiki book does. Like for the one that I'm drinking right now, the, uh, the Missionary's Downfall, it specifically says like one and a quarter ounces of unaged blended rum. And then it's like preferably this one, which is like 20 bucks a bottle doable you know mm -hmm. um but i'm just like unaged rum done here's my favorite that i bought a like a a liter of recently you know like this is my favorite one i always have on hand so that's what i'm using right now um and, but like some of them are but others are like one ounce like it has to be haitian rum it has to be dominican rum it has to be demera demerara demerara demer whatever it says it's spelled D-E-M-E-R-A-R-A. Demerara? Demerara. Whatever. Who cares? Demerara. Demerara. You see it? Demerara. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to say yes. It's a lot of... It's a lot of stuff. But it's fun. And it's going to make me believe it's summer... Pretend it's summer outside through the winter. And... As you wear a sweater that makes you look very Colorado. It's it's my Iceland sweater. It's the sweater uh, I got when I was in Iceland. It was like two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, maybe it was more. It might have been like three fifty. I can't remember. It was two years ago. But I will say, like, I really wanted a sweater from Iceland, and this is a this isn't like the traditional one. It's like a it's a really cool pattern that like each different color like represents something and it looks like the skyline so like there's the greens and it goes mm -hmm. from the mountains into the sky um and normally i would never spend that much money on a sweater <laughs> yeah I, like, I really wanted it so i had budgeted like 200 dollars for a sweater when i had an iceland and this one was more expensive but i loved it and i've worn it so much so really, it's probably high. Qual I mean, you've paid yes. money for high quality clothes. I mean, it's, it's hand knit with Iceland wool. Yeah, it's not a JC Penny. No, it's like a really yeah. nice high yeah. quality sweater. So, um, so I'm I am glad I bought it. I would have been really disappointed in myself if I went to Iceland and I really wanted an Iceland sweater, and then I hadn't bought one and I came home. I really would have regretted it. You know. I do that. I'll do that. Like, yeah. I really want something, and I won't for one reason, like, because I'm trying to save money, and then I will, like, one time there was an art fair in Chicago, and I went, and I saw this artist that I really loved, like, she made, she made jewelry, and I was saving up, because I was, because it was, like, the it was the summer before I was going to Greece, like, mm -hmm. I was going to Greece in the fall, so I didn't want to spend any money, because I was saving money for my trip, and... I regretted it for the entire year. Like, Chase was like, stop fucking talking about it. Because I would, it would come up regularly. 
that I hadn't bought jewelry from this artist and I loved it so much and I like really regretted it. So we went to the same art fair the next year and she was there and Chase made me buy two different things from her. He's like, <laughs> I can't he listen. listen to it again. Yeah. He's like, I can't <laughs> listen to you complain about not doing that anymore. So <laughs> Porthos tried to escape. No, what happened? Yeah, so I have my backyard, which is all fenced in, and then I have the gate, which is goes toward the front of the house in this in the street. Right. That I unlock and open when I need to drag the trash can through, right? Mm-hmm. And so if I don't make sure it's closed tightly enough, there's enough space for the dog to get out. And it's late at night, and I let him out, and apparently there was enough space for the dog to get out. And I, I, t- I tie it with, with, like, a bicycle lock, like a chain. Right. So it's all locked up. And so people who are, people can't really get through it, but a dog can. And so I'm looking for, I, I go out to the backyard. I'm looking for Porthos. It's dark out. I don't hear his little jangly, uh, his leash, his collar, I should say. And, like, oh, no. And I look at the gate, and it's just wide enough for a dog. I'm like, oh, no. And then I try to, like like go through the gate and of course I'm too big to get through the gate. So I got like the first half of me through the gate. Like 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 a whale trying to escape sea rolled through the front doors. <laughs> what a visual though. That's like, great. Poor those <laughs> poor those And uh he just comes right up the up up the um the way and, and meets me. He's very excited about going for a quick little walk around the block. Oh God! <laughs> oh, that's so that was funny. My excitement for this week, yeah. <laughs> like I can't oh. get through the gate. <laughs> oh, okay. One last thing before we get to the questions, um, and that is that we are doing a giveaway. So, listeners, um. What we are looking for is more ratings and reviews because that's what makes people find us like on Apple uh, podcasts and things like that. So we were really trying to get more of those up there. So if you, within the next two weeks or so, um, actually I think it's like a week and a half because we launched it on Sunday. Um, If you rate and review us on any platform, you can take a screenshot of it and then you can send it to us. You can either email it to us at inebriated.input at gmail.com or you can like DM it to us on Facebook or whatever you want to do and send us your address. We will be sending you some goodies as a thank you. So what we're doing is, oh shit, what are we doing? Uh, okay, so if you do this, the giveaway is you get a sticker, you get a coaster, and you get one of our illustrated cards like our recipe cards and it's going to be special just for this giveaway so we're not planning on really releasing it as a patreon giveaway or anything like that it's just for this giveaway i'm printing those myself so i just wanted to warn everyone of those it's coming off my home printer now i do have a couple high quality printers that i use at home but i just wanted to give you all the warning and um i said about a week and a half so our cut off right now for this giveaway is sorry let me find my calendar oh it's um November 15th, I think. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, it was, we launched it, this one, one, two. No, no. It's November 8th. November 8th. Gotta do it by November 8th for this one of 2020. Because I'm gonna be honest, I'm not coming back into this and editing this out after it's done. So if people are listening to this in the future, this giveaway is already done if it's after November 8th, 2020. 
Perfect. Okay, great. Let's get on to some questions. I accidentally stabbed my son in the cheek. I know, it's awful, but it was a complete accident. I was opening the Amazon package with my pocket knife, and I had no idea my two-and-a-half-year-old was running behind me. He got nicked in the cheek, and I had to get a few stitches. The doctor was super understanding, said accidents like that happen way more than most people realize. Our son will be fine long-term, just might have a small scar, but no big deal. That was a huge relief to me because, of course, I feel awful about the situation. I mean, no one wants to hurt their child. I wouldn't have used my knife to open the box at all had I known he'd ran into the same room as me. My wife takes absolutely no solace in the fact that he'll be okay. She refuses to get forgive me or let this go. She acts like I purposely tried to hurt him or something. She's reluctant to leave me in the same room alone as him anymore. But beyond the fact that now she stalks me every time I try and play with my kid, she also harasses me about what happened verbally, makes me beg for forgiveness daily, lectures me about child safety, insults me for letting the accident happen, and just repeatedly makes references about, uh, about it, brings it up all the time. I mean, I'll already never completely forgive myself for this, and I'll never forget how terrifying it was to see my son bleeding. But I've learned my lesson to check my surnames better, and I feel like in the end, this experience has made me a better father. I'm exhausted trying to make amends with my wife over this. It's been four months now. I'm ready to move along as a family now and stop living the past. How can I tell my wife once and for all to put the past in the past and move forward in the future for the sake of my sanity and my relationship with our son? Signed, Accidental Abuser. Are you there? Okay, I have a couple little things. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I no, I'm going to start off with, I'm just going to start off, just break up, divorce. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> um, I think you need to go to couples therapy. Um, honestly, like I don't know, like this to me, I'm just like, what? I think she. Or needs she therapy. needs it. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, he already is like, I'm never going to completely forgive myself because his for wife this. Won't let, won't help him forgive himself. I agree. I think she's, I think she's the wrong. Like this is awful. This is an awful uh, accident. We're like, you're lucky, like, it, it, that it was his cheek and not his eye. We get that. We get all these things. Like, yeah, it could have been bad, but it was 100% an accident. You didn't need to hurt your kid. Mm-hmm. Every, all kids get, um, get hurt like this. Like, I, hell, I, my sister and I were playing Tornado where you, <laughs> oh, sorry, someone's here. Um, uh, Jason's closing the door for me. He's so sweet. He literally just ran. The first thing he did when he heard, when the doorbell rang and, um, and the dog started breaking was he first ran to the door here to close it so I could do my <laughs> podcast without being interrupted. You're just obviously hear the dogs in the background. But, um, like, my sister and I were playing tornado as, ch- as children, and I let go of her hands because we got too fast, and she flew into a fucking, like, rocking chair and sliced her face open and needed to get stitches. She'll still bring that up, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, no, accidents like this happen all the time. Your kid is two and a half. He doesn't need to have a scar, by the way, for the rest of his life. There are skincare things you can do, like making sure you always put zinc, uh, um, like the zinc sunscreen, specifically on the scar, and it'll eventually fade in. And he'll grow, and it'll stretch out. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, you won't there's... be noticeable in, in ten years. Exactly, exactly. Like, like I can't imagine the heartbreak of this accident. Like, I, I probably would throw up. I would probably want to die. I get that. It's it was awful, but it's okay. Things turned out okay. Your doctor obviously believes that it was an accident, 
enough so that he didn't call Child Protective Services. Here's the thing. The, the doctor doc- sees this all the yes. time. Yeah. All the your time. Your wife can't let it go? Well, your doctor knows when to report things because they're required to, They're required reporters. So mm-hmm. if he really thought it was something that needed to be harped on, he probably would have. Your doctor's like, eh, it happens. Your wife is the problem here. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It, here's the thing, and it's hard to see it as... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's hard to see it as the parent and the person who caused this pain to their child, but it really wasn't that awful of an accident. Yeah, really? It, it really... It was like a kid falling. Like, I know there's a lot of guilt associated with it, but as someone who got hurt a lot... Yes. We're, we're fine. <laughs> we yeah, grow like, up fine in regards to... In fact, we grow up pretty hardy in respect yeah. to, to I can take hurt. care of myself now. Thanks. Yeah. Most of the time. Except if I'm scared of my basement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, that. Well, that. At this point in time, that'll be a throwback to the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, what's... Like, I've been... I've been hit by a car. What?! Yeah, you don't you don't know that story? No, I almost was hit by a car once, but I wasn't. I didn't know that you actually were. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I was driving out of my driveway too quickly. Yes. Yeah, and um, a bike that Jennifer from down the street gave me. I was riding that, so Jennifer gave Jennifer a bike, and I loved it. It was great, and then. Jennifer hit me with her car and destroyed the bike that she came. Oh my me. god, the same person? <laughs> yeah, it was the same person. She felt absolutely awful, of course. Of course. But it was my fault, right? Yeah. Because I was riding out in my driveway. Yeah. But I got so how... many toys out of it. Like <laughs> I didn't care that I was hurt. I got a whole bunch of toys and lots of attention. How old were you? Oh eight or nine, I think. That's like, I wasn't so that funny. young, but eight or nine, yeah. Because my almost being hit by a car was the same thing, except it was the younger <laughs> family, and they had such a hill <laughs> coming up. Yes. We're going to bleep their family names. But, um, <laughs> we ha- they had such a hill coming out, and the rule was you oh, yeah. were, they had a very specific rule. It was such a steep hill driveway, you were not allowed to ride your bike out of it, and of course I did at the yeah. age of eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I heard a car coming while I was going down, and I absolutely panicked. And I was still on the ones that if you, like, hit the pedals backwards, the brakes were there. Yeah, Not yeah, even yeah. hand brakes, you know? Yeah. And I heard this car coming, and I panicked, and I forgot how to brake. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, yeah, and, like, I just forgot. So all I could think of to do was pedal as fast as I fucking could so I would get out there in front. And, and I did. And I squeaked pedal. by, and it was Mark. Driving. And he was pissed. Like second dad character here. So mad. He told he yelled at me. He told my parents I yelled at but I like panicked and couldn't remember how to break my bike and yeah. was so close to getting hit. It's so funny that we have very similar almost yeah. getting hit yeah. on our yeah. road stories. Like I feel absolutely awful for the people who almost killed us. But Yes! But really it didn't harm us that much. It no, gave us a good story. And, and seriously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, honestly, your kid, he's young enough that he won't even, he'll not, he won't remember this. Yeah. He's <laughs> two and a half year old, years old. I think you start forming memories around then or like the, the like long-term mm-hmm. memories or maybe three-ish, maybe even later. I don't know when you'd really start forming your memories. He's not going to remember. What he will remember is his mother never leaving you alone about it. Yes. That in and of itself, yes. in and of itself, is more harmful to him psychologically than this accident is yeah yeah 
So no, she I have so many go. stories about like just different accidents I've had, and yeah. my parents were probably much more traumatized than I was about it. For sure, as a kid, we're like, whatever, shake yeah. it off. Yeah, I, as a kid, <laughs> I was like, oh, they're paying attention to me. Uh, yeah. If it didn't hurt so much, I'd probably do it more often. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, I as the youngest really... of four children, I like I soaked up any attention I could get. So it's so funny because I was just like, I learned it as I'm the oldest of three. And like when my little brother was a baby, I learned really quickly that if you reacted with like over the top concern, yeah. he would cry. But if you're like, oh, you're fine. Like, look at you. You fell, but look, you got up. Yeah. Like, he would be fine. Like, he, they don't, like, the baby doesn't even recognize, like, it hurts, but it, it depends on the reaction of the people around them, how they process it. Yeah. Yeah, and, it really is. And so, my, I, like, I don't really think they both need counseling because I think he's got it under control. But she needs counseling in order to get through this. You're right. I agree. I wanted to say couples counseling together so they could, yeah. like, Approach yeah, it in a like, few different sessions, but she needs a couple of foundational she, sessions. Yeah, she does. Like, I'm sure, like, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and that this is coming from her own terror of being a first time mom. Mm-hmm. And got the and worst the thing stress. that could happen is this. Yes, kid and like, thing. hopefully that's what it is. I, I'm afraid that if she, if she goes unabated with this, good word. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid that it'll destroy your relationship. Well, that she and, will never be able to let it go. And hurt the kid in the long term, in the long run. And it's and it's gonna hurt the kid. He needs yeah, exactly. to be able to take chances. He needs to so, be able to get hurt. Yeah. Yes. Getting hurt. Ugh, it's such a. I mean, I was on the tail end of this time, and I feel like people talk about it all the time now. Where like kids can't go out and be kids. Yeah. Because like parents are like so scared, even though like. If you look at the numbers, it's safer now to be a child than it ever was. I guess oh, yeah. maybe we could be like, maybe that's because the parents are such, mm-hmm. like, helicopter parents. Yeah. But, like, I've read stories about someone that's like, my kid is finally the age where I'm like, yeah, he can go to the uh, playground by himself that's a block and a half away, and then somebody called the police because I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, it, like, we had made this decision as a family and felt like... And I'm like, oh, how dare you? Like, if you look at what was acceptable in the 70s for children. Well, in like, the they 80s, had these, really. Like, 70s and 80s. Yeah, they had these, like, guidelines that were like, by the time your kid is in kindergarten, he should be able to ride the subway by himself. <laughs> like, and now I'm like, a kid on the subway by himself? That is not okay. <laughs> but it's safer now than it ever has been. Okay, so Therapy. It's really Therapy. for her. For her, I think she needs her. to forgive her, you I, and and move yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, you the need kid to needs forgive to be yourself. Able to himself without it traumatizing the yeah. entire household. Yeah, yeah that's for true. Years too. On Your end. kid needs a learning yeah. growth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you need to forgive yourself. Like I just obviously, this drink, was an so awful I'm, accident. I'm Honestly, probably not the okay. worst accident that could have happened. So you're okay. Like it's a little teeny scar. By the way. Uh, this is such a trope. I was like, chicks dig scars. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but, like, people like scars. Yeah. Hell, I picked a guy up in a bar once comparing our scars. So, yeah. it's a, actually a thing. Oh, you should through. you should tell this this mother that your son, their yeah. son is going to pick up a lady. Yeah. You can, they can sit in a bar and they can compare their scars. That's what happened for me. And then go to um, somebody's house and do their thing. Yes. That's a great <laughs> Cuddling, cuddling. They just come up to this. <laughs> You need to forgive yourself, frankly. This was this I think was an accident. Too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just. Yeah. yeah, but but you'll never get over if your wife every single day not acceptable. And I think you need to put your foot down and be like, look, I understand 
that this was a traumatic experience for, frankly, all of us, and that you're having a hard time processing, but I cannot handle... It's not acceptable for this to come up every single day How with lectures. How are they going to deal with future you trauma? You need to find someone to talk to. How yeah, you, you deal- need to find a way to deal with your trauma. Yeah, when the fish dies. Like, okay. how are they going to deal with that trauma? Oh, you left the fish alone, alone so long and you forgot to feed or you overfed them. That's it. I'll never forgive you. You've traumatized my child. Right, no. exactly. It's all about growing up. It's a fucking fish. Yeah. It's a fucking little cut trauma, on his cheek. He's going to get worse grow- as he grows up, up, honestly. Yeah. I really have to pee. I should probably get another drink before I get to Yeah, me too. Okay. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I think do I'm... Wanna, a... Do we just want to chat here for a moment and finish our drinks quick? Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, cool. I'm, a, I'm okay. mostly... I'm somewhat sober. Not, I'm like, not, like, too inebriated. I'm not hammered hammered, yeah. you know? Like, like I'm, uh, I'm tipsy, but... You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. I have a really fun cat fact to tell with this story. Okay. Ready? Okay, I rehomed my two older cats back in June with a nice woman who'd had older cats before and said she'd like to take them in. Now, she's reaching out to me to tell me that she can't afford litter and food this month for them and ask me for money for those things. The issue isn't the money. I make decent enough income and since I work from I work in healthcare, my pay hasn't been all that affected from COVID. I just really thought she'd be taking over care of the cats from here on out. And I'm iffy I'm giving her money because I honestly don't want her to come back asking me for it again next month when money is still tight. I took care of my cats for years on a very strict budget while working multiple jobs and paying for college. And I always made it work. I'm concerned at what the situation is like if she's asking me for money now and questioning whether it real it's really all that bad or she just feels like she can get the money out of me. I don't know. I care about my animals and don't want to see them go without. At the same time, they aren't mine any longer. And I'm concerned about this person who has taken responsibility for them and yet can't provide for them. Should I take them back and rehome them? I don't know. I don't want to get into a welfare type situation where I'm funding them. Is there a tactful way to handle this kind of situation without looking like an asshat? Signed, was it pussy money? Pussy money. You didn't, you didn't type it in. I couldn't get it to work on my cell phone just now. Signed, pussy money. Yeah. So, oh wait, nope, no, I went back to the beginning. I was like, there it is. I was like, no, that's the back at the beginning. Signed, pussy money. Um... So, so, I am kind of with this person in that they went out of their, like, they realized they couldn't take care of this these pets anymore, so they found someone that could, and then now this person can, is reaching out, like, oh, they're their pets, but they're not anymore, I don't know, I just, I feel like I kind of wouldn't give money. Yeah, I I'd actually come down the middle. Like, there's okay. a compromise here. I would okay. maybe give her, like, hey, these cats are yours. But you're having difficulty. Let me just give you one time check of like a hundred bucks. Sayonara. That's it. Because it is kind of, it is. You're right. It is a, a big responsibility to toss off your cats to somebody else, right? It is. But I feel like this person like tried to be responsible. They didn't just like 
shove it off on a shelter. They, like, found somebody that they thought would be a good parent for their pets. Yeah, well, maybe that person isn't a good parent. So one of her ideas was to take the cats back, and maybe she needs to ask her, talk to the person about it, and find somebody who would be more responsible. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. Like, I would have a really hard time, like... You adopted the pets. Yeah, I can't even. It's your imagine. responsibility. Don't bother me. But at the same time, I'm like, don't leave the poor kitties without mm-hmm. things they need. Can you just block their number? But then you'd feel guilty because maybe these cats needed things that the person couldn't provide. Or, here's the thing. This is my healthy skepticism coming into play. Can they afford these? And they're just trying to take advantage of you right now. Like. Fuck off. Um, you know, I don't think this is a really difficult question, I guess. I, or are we getting lazy? I don't know. I, like, I, I can't imagine pushing off my two older cats to somebody. I can't I either. Can't really, so I guess I I'm really, having a hard time there. I'm with you. I can't imagine being like, well, I have dogs instead of cats. We've talked about a cat, but we haven't gotten one yet. Someday we maybe will. Maybe <laughs> after the dogs. I don't know. I, that's a long way away, hopefully. But I'm like, I can't imagine having these two animals as part of my family. Shoot, Jocko wants out, so he's going to start scratching at the door. I'm just going to text Chase, let the dogs out, out of my house, out of the room. I cannot imagine, and this is all, I've owned cats, and I know cats and dogs are different, but at the same time, like, as a dog owner right now, I can't imagine you do this for cats either. Like, they're part of your, like, your core family mm-hmm. unit. So I they're can't imagine being like, I can't take care of these anymore or somebody else. But this person mentions here that they are, um, they work in healthcare. So I was, like, trying to, like, take note of, like, maybe they're a nurse or something that's, like, really been like, pushed really diff- like, really hard with everything <laughs> going on. They realize they can't it doesn't take what? much effort to take care of a cat. Food, That's true, water, but maybe they're like... Litter. That's it. And then they sleep people. on you and try to suffocate you when you try to, when you go to bed. So that's what I like about cats is how, like, low-key and low-maintenance they yeah. are. Like, you just have to do these things. But, like, I also recognize there are people out there that, like, my cats are my family that need stimulation 100% of the time. Right? Like, that's not the type of cat owner I have always been but I get that so like maybe they're like I'm not home enough for these cats maybe they're like I have to work 130 hours a week and so I cannot give these cats the attention they need so I gave them this like I reached out I tried to find someone that could give them the attention they needed and I found somebody that was going to take them on and give them what they needed and now they're reaching out for me so like I'm slightly confused by this question because I have multiple ideas of cat ownership in my brain. Yeah. Now, I think if she doesn't want to try to rehome the cats, I think she should compromise. They already did. They already rehomed them. No, rehome them again. If she doesn't want to take the cats back and rehome them again, I think she should just compromise and give one last check and say, hey, this is all I'm going to send you. You need help, but this is all I'm going to send you. And then ignore future texts. Yeah, like, block them, I guess, yeah. at this point in time. Like, hopefully, like, give them enough to, like, pay for something, like, pay for everything, like, a month, a month and a half, and I don't know. That's not even that expensive. It's, like, cat food yeah. and some treats. Like, 
Mm, a bag of cat food for a month is like maybe 50 bucks. May- yeah, maybe. If you get, yeah. That's what I paid for my dog. If you get more dogs. expensive stuff. Like yeah, exactly. That's what it, like, I was looking at it from like, I get expensive food for my yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like every month and a half, we're like, you have to get another bag of dog food. And it's like 50 to $70, yep. depending on what flavor you get. Yeah. So, uh, it's rough. Like, I yeah. understand. Like, if you're like, I can't take care of these pets and I want to give them to somebody that can. But older cats but are that a lot person... of responsibility because they're starting to get expensive. Yeah. Which is why they're kind of hard to adapt out. So. They really are. Yeah. But I'm like, also, like, I have the, like, the whole, like, if I'm going to be paying for my pet, for the pet's upkeep, I want it there to give me that, like, that endorphin high, please. Yeah. So I gave it, like, if we, I found someone that I thought could take care of them well, like, that's your job now. Like, you volunteered for it, you vouched mm-hmm. for the fact that you could do this. Or I might just, like, the- buy some cat food and kitty litter and drop it off. Yeah, maybe, yeah. but. I don't know. I, you know, I wouldn't feel so bad if, if somebody, if I had given my cats to somebody to take care of them and they needed a little additional cat food, I'd just drop it off. I wouldn't even give them the money. Yeah. Just drop it off. It's when we start to get into the medical expenses. Yeah, I don't. Right. Yeah. I don't really get what's Pets going are on. fucking expensive. I'm going to open the door so my dogs can get out. I'll be right okay. back. Speaking of pets and their needs. Do you need to get out of this room at least? Go ahead. Go get your dad. <laughs> ah, that was mean of me. <laughs> I think we're done talking about pussies. What? I think we're done talking about pussies. I'm ready for the next question. <laughs> okay. I, I think we've... we've um, yeah, I just opened the door and my dogs had to go attack their dad. What? What is it? Th- threw a cat around our head? What's what the fuck are you talking about? There's there's a toss the cat. What is it? Swung a dead cat. I think we swung the dead dead cat. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, swinging the dead cat. I like it. Like beating the horse. I've heard beating a dead horse. I've never had heard swinging a dead cat. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Where are you? Let's Google it. Let's Google it. Okay. Swing a dead cat. It is a saying, apparently. <laughs> it's in an urban dictionary. Urban dictionary says, a phrase used to describe when there are a lot of something in the small area and that running and then is out of a Okay, I used That's it wrong. That's very different than yeah, being a dead horse. Yeah, it's okay. I was trying to pull in the cat thing. Um, so it seems to be pass. very popular oh. with people from the boroughs oh. of Philadelphia. So oh, wait, like, I get it in this context. Right, yeah, yeah. It says, their context is, you can there are dead... so many coffee joints here that you can't swing a dead cat without yeah, hitting that's one. Yeah, that's it, that's it. I used it wrong. I I'm get sorry. that context. I it's different from the context you were trying to use it yeah, in, I but it's understandable. Okay. Okay, ready for the next okay. question? Yeah, Because I, I think it. we've Our hit the one. dead horse with the dead cat enough. We beat the dead horse with the dead cat? Yeah. yeah. Morbid. Okay, it's me turn. Me turn. Uh, oh, good. Okay. I've been through some family abuse in my past, but I never let it skew my view on love, self-worth, etc. It wasn't until I started dating this guy in my early 20s that it started to affect my personality. He wasn't physical, but he made me feel like shit. 
talked to me like I was shit, took advantage of my kindness, and withheld basically all forms of affection. It made me feel like a loser and basically just his sex toy. Because it was my first relationship, I never wanted to leave. So I just stayed and let it destroy my self-esteem until he finally decided to leave me for someone who had better self-esteem. So he can destroy that self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> I started dating someone a few years later and expressed all this pain and security to him. And he seemed very understanding and loving. The relationship was good until he started to say things like, you're acting like this because of your past abuse. And basically started really yelling at me, saying that my habits I'm trying to unlearn are hurting him. I.e. me saying sorry too often bothers him. Me, my being overly cautious in arguments to avoid being yelled at, etc. The relationship took a turn for the worse and I had, a, had sex a few times with him when I did not want to. Excuse me. When I did tell him I didn't want to have sex, he started calling me awful names. And he's giving me ultimatums like, if you don't do X, Y, Z, you don't love me. It was very hard. <laughs> but I ended up leaving that relationship. Good job. Good for you. Good for you. Yes. I'll try to keep myself as together as possible. But because of all of this, I probably am going to be hard to deal with. Oh, I feel that someone new isn't going to want all this baggage or take advantage of it like my second relationship would. Would you even consider being with someone like this? Or is this a bunch of red flags? Signed, damaged goods. This poor person. I know. I just want to say, like, oh, I feel like we've been falling back on this a lot. I just need you to go get therapy for yourself to help heal from these traumas that have been dealt to you. Yeah, I mean, that's the standard answer for any trauma. Oh, for sure. Go get therapy to help with this trauma. Mm -hmm. Like they have better language than I do to help you through this. But um, family abuse is a pretty formative sort of thing mm -hmm. that you dealt with, and then you happened to repeat that pattern with the guy you dated in high school and in your early twenties, and so he just like reinforced that, and then you found the strength to get away from that, and you found someone else that like kind of turned it against for you, against you. And I just want to remind you that you found the strength after that first relationship to move beyond it, and 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 so you have it there. And if you can't access it right now, that's okay. You can't always access that strength when you need it. You, you've seen it in action, so you know it's there, but you might need some time and some healing and some help to access it again. Yeah. Because this person is just trying to twist and come at it at that abusive narrative from a different angle. And, and that isn't what you're destined or doomed to repeat. She's having a hard time finding her worthiness. Out of all yeah. this abuse and toxicity. Yeah. So she needs to see a therapist and spend time on herself and discover her own worthiness and not find it in somebody else. No one yeah. else is going to give this to her. She needs to find it no on her own. No one else is going to give it to you. You have to... Yeah, exactly. The, the subject line of this, when I read it, it put my hackles up. Like, they were like, could you ever love somebody... Yes. That had been a victim of abuse. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, fuck you, of course. Like, that person is not. And then I read it, and it was, like, I, the, the subject made it read like it was from someone trying to love someone that had been, like, had, had experienced, a, like, yeah. 
of abuse. But then it like it came out in the question that it was someone that was doubting their lovability yeah. because of their history with abuse. And and I was so offended and angry by the subject line thinking it was coming from one aspect when I was like, of course that person deserves love and needs it. And then when I saw that it was from someone coming from the position of having been abused, it, it broke my heart a little bit. Yeah. Like, like... I think that's what abuse does. It, it breaks it. people down. It breaks people down. They don't feel they're worthy. They feel they only deserve abuse. And that's not true. It's textbook. And that's what... Yeah. That's the idea of, like, that's that's the language that abuse used to, to put you in a place where you continually take it, is, like, that idea, like, you're not better than this, you deserve this, when that's not true of anybody, but, like, the verbiage behind it, like, gets into your mind and into your soul and makes it so it seems okay or acceptable mm-hmm. or deserved, and that's not, never the case. It's going to take time and hard work to undo Hard work. The, the, the trauma that this person has experienced. Time and hard work. And that's okay. Like, she, Yeah, you need that. Especially because like, it's really unfortunate because you've gotten it from both points of view here in your relationships. You have had one person like actively undermining you and then you had another person using that. Like that verbiage and like this damage from before... And using it yeah, to undermine you in a he's, different he's, way. He's gaslighting. Exactly. It's it's one hundred percent gaslighting and it's twisting your traumas to suit their needs. Yeah. No. Uh yeah. I mean it's gonna take a little time. It's not impossible and not even improbable. Like it's it no. just takes a little bit of time for you to focus on yourself. It, it takes breaking up with this dude or these people yeah i mean there is that that kernel of of hope there like you knew to break up with this guy like there's you have a kernel of self-esteem still there that you can hold there's there's many women or men who go through this who are are looking at a blank slate a black hole like they don't really they don't have that point where there is that mo- that modicum, that tiny bit that says you're still worthy. You don't have to be in this relationship, but this person does have that. You do. I'm proud of you for having. Yeah. That. Um, I would actually argue what like you just said, like having a blank slate versus a black hole. I would. I don't think those are the same. Well, no, yeah, like, no, I, I meant black hole really. Yeah. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, but I just like wanted to put it into that, those perspectives, like, like. A blank slate, like, keep going. A black hole is trying to suck you down yeah. continuously. Like, and it's usually a person or ideas implanted by a person that you're not worthy. And that that's not true at all. So I, it's hard to fight against that. Mm-hmm. It's really, I, I can't even imagine how difficult it is to fight against those ideas that have been implanted by multiple people throughout your yeah. life. And I'm so sorry that people have like actively worked against you in this way, but every single person is hell. Hell, I mean, like no matter who you are and your ideas or whatever, I don't, I don't care. Every single person is worthy of love and redemption and all of those things you need to build yourself back up. And you just need somebody to see that. And you, but you can't, you cannot look for that from a partner. Yeah, it has to come like, from within you. Can't, 
it has to come from within you and probably through therapy like you cannot you can't depend on another person to give that to you like a a, like a friend or a dating interest or anything like that like you need to find it within yourself and you need to find someone that is trained in helping you grow this aspect of you but I'm really proud of this letter writer for for saying like I try to keep myself as together as possible like that is a fucking struggle you know like it's really hard to stay even keeled especially right now and like that's that's admirable and so you need to look at it like there are things I'm doing to keep myself in like to me it seems even keel but like uh, like if if a friend of mine was doing this I would be like fuck yes like good for you like that is fighting so to me it might just seem like oh I'm just like coasting by and maintaining an equilibrium but if I saw it in somebody else especially like, knowing their background I would recognize it as the fight it is and I want you to recognize the fight it is and keep going is that too cheesy Ditto. And maybe get a cat. <laughs> yeah. A cat. Or even a dog. A dog. Dogs are more work. They are so. more work. So if you want somebody a little bit more But you have to back. walk them usually. So if you can get out and walk your dog, that is helpful. But. Yeah. Get a, get someone else. That puts it into context, you know? Like getting somebody that's dependent upon you. Something. A pet. Yeah. A hamster. A rat. Yeah. Rats are really good friends, like really good friends and really good pets. I will say, you need two of them. You can't just get one. You need two. Yeah. But so they can love each other and love you. They're very social creatures. The amount of the amount of interaction they get with an individual is not enough because most of them are working jobs and doing things. So you need to get a second rat. <laughs> but I loved my rats. Plus, they ate the cockroaches in my apartment, so yeah. I re- would recommend them. Okay. I think that's it. I think we made it. I'm really proud of this person, this writer. Oh, I'm Thank sorry. I'm like, out. I'm really proud of okay. us for getting through all these questions. But yes, that the writer too. too. I'm proud of everybody involved. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm proud of everyone. Okay, cool. Uh, wow, we got through this really quickly. Yeah, I'm so it's proud of us. It means I can still play Animal Crossing for the rest of the evening. Oh, I can make <laughs> Chase make me dinner. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for listening to Inebrated Input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. (laughs) And please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions. And we promise that we will keep your name out of it. Okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebratedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.